0: The Chinese Year of the
1: Black Milkshake.
0: Welcome to Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast with me, Your Kirko, and him, Ray Mac, And we're sitting
1: in our local juicer, Shakers, James Joyce Irish Pub, our sponsors for episode 42. You can also find some of our old episodes, by the way, on that great Grow Radio UK Home of the biggest selection of podcasts 24-7 a day, Jimster.
0: Yeah, episode 42. We forgot to announce it was episode 40, but uh, just hit me today how many we've done. Anyway, this week's show is fuller than a picnic hamper packed by a loving mother on a summer's day. That's a nice, sweet, but slightly cheesy image, isn't it? Uh, we've got Morgan Freeman, of course. We've got True Off Balls. We've got Posts of the Week. And we'll be posing the very serious question: Is it possible to self-identify as a cowboy? Any thoughts on that one, Ray? In this age of self-identification,
1: self-identity—I don't know, Jimmy. I'll have to think about that one. But I will. <laughs> yeah. Well, but as really... far as you got to... yeah, you have to respect. You have to
0: respect, Jimmy, a person's identity. Well, you do indeed. Yeah, it's just. You know, when you try to fill in a box or something like that, I mean, how on earth do you... it for all the self-identification terms that we have today, but I mean, I think the cowboy thing is as valid as any, isn't it? So I reckon I'll be definitely warped into it later on, Jimmy. <laughs> 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 well, that's us what will happen. Um, so, you didn't get that, did you? Let's see. <laughs> uh, anyway... <laughs> In the meantime, let's go over to Morgan Freeman, who's reading a poem for Scott Allen, the Eye, Davis from Australia. Uh, The Eye requested a poem about an axolotl, which I don't know if you know what that is. I needed to look it up, which is a kind of Mexican salamander that lives underground. And it looks like it's smiling. It's actually really quite cute. And it's got these frilly gills on it that almost look like uh, dreadlocks. So mm-hmm. so here it is, Shakers. aqua could have vengeance. Morgan
2: Riemann. Today's poem was requested by Scott Allen Davis from Newcastle in Australia. He wrote to Yorma and asked for a poem about an axolotl that needed a shave. Now many people including my veterinarian don't even know what these mysterious little amphibians are. I've always been a nature lover and Scott's request took me back to a barbecue exclusively for colored folks in Alabama back in 59. I remember talking to my friend Andy about whether my pet axolotl needed a shave or not. He didn't say much. He never did. He just handed me a hot dog and a cold beer and smiled. That that was a mighty fine day. So here it is. My Axolotl Needs a Shave by Morgan Freeman. The pond is so watery and all so wet. There lives an amphibian that my vet has never heard of because he's a fool. It's an axolotl. They're so cool, little legs so tiny and cute they have. They wiggle in the water and they splash. A smiley face, a cheeky grin, so brave. Axolotl, I think you need a shave. Axolotl, I think I'll name you Ken. You swim in wet water, where joy never ends. And speaking of joy, I really need to say, there's nothing like hot dogs on sunny days, with onions and cheese and all the fixings. A tasty treat that's so very bewitching. Axolotls and hot dogs. My favorite things make me so happy that I want to sing. The animal could be my very best friend on summer days that I hope never end and we could both eat mustardy wieners I like fat but I'd make yours a bit leaner axolotl and hot dogs the perfect couple I love you both so my joy is double I'm hungry and you need a shave so let's split cut the bun stick my sausage in it pickles, mustard and of course sauerkraut eat it quickly so that nothing falls out. Then I'll meet up with Ken the Axolotl and drink a cold beer straight from the bottle. Then I'll let you jump back in the water to find a partner and make a daughter. You've got no penis, quite odd genitalia. At least you'll never get erection failure.
1: (laughs) An Axolotl. An hot dog. The perfect couple, Jimmy.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I love it. I, I, I love how he managed to get axolotl to rhyme with a beer straight from the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Him, in the axolotl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think we've we've all learned something today, haven't we? Always learned stuff about <laughs> animals on this show. So. <laughs> Would you be up for sure or false, Jimmy? Yeah, I will. Any animal questions today?
1: I do, I do, I do. I do. All right, great. Oh.
0: <laughs> Look at him.
1: The big smile on his paws. I, d- <laughs> I do hope it's an axolotl. I don't know. It's actually quite similar. A little bollocks that you wouldn't like, actually. Okay, let's kick off, Jimmy. Uh, Well, first off, cheers. Chin-chin before we get Cheers. Chin-chin. Cheers. Good skills. Uh, Andre the Giant has successfully held the record for the most beers consumed in a single sitting. In a six-hour period in 1976, he drank 119 standard 12-ounce brews in a pub, Jimmy, in Pennsylvania. 119 beers in six hours would that be true or false do you think
0: i'll tell you why i was laughing at that point um i i was sitting with uh chatting to duncan chesley who actually is going to appear later on our show the other day and he started talking to me about andre the giant well yeah. i i had on friday and i had absolutely no idea who it was and I went home and said, Duncan expects me to know who uh, Big Andre is. And uh, she said, "Who?" And I said, "I'm sure he's called Big Andre. He's called Andre and he's big." Uh, she said, "Do you <laughs> mean, do you mean Andre the Giant?" And I that a bit. So what a coincidence, eh?
1: Yeah. And actually, um, I was a couple of weeks ago. I was watching a documentary, and I was only. I only got 10 minutes of it, so I mean to go back onto that. That's what gave me the idea for this true flow.
0: All right. Isn't that funny? So, how many uh, beers did uh, Big Andrew drink? 119. In? In s- six hours. 119 in six hours. Now, are we talking pints or are we talking about pimples? I did kind of break that. A standard 12-ounce brews. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, you got to remember,
1: he's a horse of a man, Jimmy. Yes, but I don't know what a 12-ounce beer is. I don't know what an ounce is. I don't. I sure don't. I don't know either.
0: I just drink. <laughs> I, I, I only I only drink the fecker. Okay. I'm wondering if that is... Uh, I wonder if that's an American pint. Oh, um,
1: don't be no bother looking it up now. Don't be ruining it. Go on. Just go for a true or false for fuck's sake. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, true. Yeah, true is the day. The is thing- it? Is it really?
1: <laughs> Every three minutes, non-stop. Bloody that's hell. a beer. Yeah, that's beyond epic. It's beyond in of mortal men, Jimmy. Not that yeah. session, Jimmy. Huh? Uh-huh. you know what you thinking about? <laughs> Oliver Reed <laughs> would have had some session had some crack with that lad. <laughs> it would have been a giant step uh, for Reed. <laughs> Jimmy, he must have a terrible thirst and a liberal cast iron
0: pal. Well he must. I wonder if he could do with the horizontal headstands that you had Oliver Reed doing a few months ago. <laughs> uh, it's
1: a great it's a great example, Jimmy, of displaying moderation for everyone. It is, isn't it? It is, <laughs> isn't it? Jimmy, after yeah, after that session, sorry to sorry to interrupt you, Jimmy, but after that session, he said, I had a ship here. And I had a sip there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've just actually looked up what uh, 12 ounces means, and it's 340 yeah. milliliters. So, in other words, that's pretty much the same as a can of Coke. Yeah, uh, jeez. Right. So, he had 120 cans of Coke. Yeah, well, oh, I'll say 119, 120,
1: yeah, give or take. Bloody hell. But, to, but, yeah, but think about it, Jimmy, uh, for example, in theory, A can of beer to him is like a shot of beer to us. Mm. By his good drinking skills, Jimmy, he was better known as, we talked about it earlier on, the gentle giant, loved by everyone. Legendary Jimmy at wrestling, when actually Jimmy wrestling was worth watching. 46 years, pretty young to pass away, but he lived more lives in 46 than most at 70, Jimmy.
0: Well, I suppose he did. Because I've just done some uh, calculations here, and a can of coke is three. Yeah. Yes, can of coke is yeah. three fifths of a pint of beer. So that means if he had 120 uh, yeah. of those cans, that he has yeah. 72 pints. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <Very much. laughs> um. Unless I've got my maths wrong, I think it's 70 pints. Yeah. How big was he?
1: He was a big lad. A horse <laughs> for a lad, say. But he suffered, Jimmy, from tremendous pain, he says, throughout his life. And he coped with it. He coped with incredible amounts of alcohol, actually, to ease the pain a bit. Right. Now, I don't exactly know the medical uh, uh, term for this, Jimmy, but he suffered from um, it was a disease that results in an overabundance of growth hormones, also known as. Jointism, which was the cause of congestive heart failure, Jimmy. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Conges- and, and, uh, congestive or congenital? Uh, no. <laughs> it's, it's the, or digestives it, or, or just genitals. No. <laughs> no but it, seriously, after that joint
1: marathon drinking Jimmy session, he understandably passed out in a hotel lobby and could not be moved or stirred. Yeah, no shaking, no stirred either. My goodness. <laughs> and I kid you not, Shakers. I bet he pissed like a Scottish Clydesdale draft horse after partaking in those record of scoops <laughs> of intoxication. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of Jimmy? My old good friend, Dougie. As Dougie says, Get it into you. It'll do you all the good in the world. (laughs) You remember? (laughs) And if if you went to the toilet and you had too many drinks and you were puking your ring out in the toilet, Dougie would say, get it out of you. It'll do you all the good in the world. (laughs) As a great Irish philosopher, Jimmy, once quoted, Praise a man for his career and kindness, not his alcoholism, pal. (laughs) Jimmy, question number two. Mosquitoes fly close to your ear because they love it when people punch or slap themselves in the face. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm just doing that for a laugh. All right. Jimmy, the correct, correct question. Only female mosquitoes bite. Uh... I think that's true. It is as true as the data, Synod. Aren't you doing great today?
0: Mm, I am. <laughs> You're the great <grandma>. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, since we moved, Ray, since we've moved up the hill, we haven't had a single mosquito the whole of this summer. Oh, lucky bastard. Oh, it's unbelievable. And then, um, you know, just being in the office at work. There are tons of them around at the minute because it's the end of mosquito season, isn't it? So the big, strong ones are trying to prove that they're the big, Andre, the giants of the mosquito <laughs> world. So keep slapping them against the wall and all that. But not had one in the house. We've had our door open all summer. It's pretty lucky, Jimmy. We we'll get a lot of this, Jimmy, and I
1: beckon knew it as well. Females create a higher, itched sound. Not pitch. itched sound than their male counterparts. Now why didn't that surprise me in the least, Jimmy? <laughs> Females can live up to five months or longer, but the average mozzie Jimmy lifespan is six weeks. They can right. they can lay up to three hundred eggs at a time. The dirty, rotten,
0: bastards,
1: Jimmy. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it must take it must take them the incubation must be months and months and months. Because yeah. the whole of the winter, they're going to need to be in an egg form, aren't they? Because they're not going to be able to survive. Mm, you're going to love this, Jimmy. Gotta oh, hate them.
1: <laughs> no, you're going to love this. <laughs> on, These feisty ladies <laughs> are, are, a, are in a category of their feisty. own. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I always mix that thickened word up. Yeah. Feisty or feisty. Because <laughs> you're having a feast, aren't you, on the blood, aren't you? <laughs> Only female mozzies, gemster bite humans and mammals to obtain protein bound in blood that is needed in order to lay their eggs. They don't have teeth, Jimmy, and bite with a proboscis. It's an elongated sucking mouth part The little whores use. <laughs> the little <laughs> whores use that. It's called, you know, these elongated uh, sucking mouth part. You know that you know, <laughs> <laughs> like
0: like the uh, the elephant's trunk. Yes,
1: that's a nice nice. Uh, that's a nice way. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is
0: really isn't it? It took, my, it took us off what you were thinking. Anyways, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I heard on the National Geography TV,
1: Jimmy, raw raw something like that. All right. Yeah. Anyway, Jimmy, their saliva acts as a local anesthetic, so you don't feel them biting you. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you sucking in when I'm spitting out, pal? (laughs) When these hatches have a sitting, Jimmy, for a blood meal, their stomachs Mm -hmm. can hold up to three times their body weight in blood. There is no limit, Shakers or Jimmy, to the number of bites a female can inflict in one fecking sitting. She will continue until she's full to the gills and will then rest for a
0: couple of days. Well, good girl yourself. Yeah. Bloody <laughs> hell. Just out of interest, Ray, what blood group are you, do you know?
1: Do you oh, I have a clue? Do you need zero or something?
0: <laughs> Z- zero, oh, okay. I, I know it's... The, I, it's the one that they love. Oh, so you're the same yeah. as me then? Yeah. Yeah. I can love you yeah.
1: Yep. Jimmy, you're gonna love this, Jimmy. This this is a lovely part. You're gonna love this. The females are larger than the males, but males appear bushier due to the fine hairs called flagella <laughs> on their John Thomas. No no no, not on not on the John Thomas. On their Antana. They use their flagella to hear the female buzzing, which helps them find a mate for a bit of I was your father, Jimmy. Right. <laughs> and you're John. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Finally, females
1: less bushy and, Anna uh, contain odor receptors. These help her detect a blood host, which she needs to reproduce. James. Wow. And, you know, Jimmy. You were, yeah,
0: yeah. I was just going to say. Really, I mean that, that word, flow flower. I. Somehow would prefer the um, what's the uh, mosquito's nose called? A pro bono. Did you say? Yeah, I call it a probono. <laughs> I'd much prefer a pro, if, a or probosses. Uh, I'd a much bo- prefer it. if that was the flagella. It's, it just sounds more more gentle and feminine, doesn't it? And a bit like our own flagella as well. Here, you know. <laughs> 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 Terry, they prefer to bite around the head
1: feet, especially the ankles, they are often referred to as the ankle
0: biters. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The original ones. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, also, as well as being blood group O, um, if you're drinking alcohol, and it's a very nice thing to do, sit in a beer garden on a um, a summer's night, you know, in a pair of flip-flops, the smell of the alcohol yeah attracts them as well not to the drink that you're drinking but coming out of your pores and if you blood group o sitting in a beer garden in flip-flops in summer you're absolutely Which <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you,
1: I, I have got the plugins jimmy i've got a plugin in every r- oh, I, I heard about that one actually yeah, I'm not talking about the plugins when I go to America. Oh,
0: <laughs> I <laughs> right, think right, you're for okay. short. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you you <laughs> uh,
1: I saw a mosquito in the kitchen earlier. I swear to God, I could have killed it, Jimmy. And seriously, mm-hmm. but I let her fly away. That probably is going to come back and bite me later.
0: to be two out of two, two, pal, well done Oh, cheers (laughs) Cheers Cheers, cheers, cheers Well, as we said in our intro We posed the question before about whether you could Self-identify as a cowboy in this day and age or not So, fortunately, the lads at Hackett Technology have got in touch with us And provided some evidence that, well, it'll answer that question once and for all Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to the Ponderosa, Ireland's highest bar and restaurant. Howdy there. You must be William Dockett, here for the front of house position, eh? Yes, sir, that's me. It's pronounced a kid. Great to have you here, William. Let's start with your qualifications. Can you tell me what attracted you to this position?
3: Well, since I was a kid, I've always loved the Wild West. The name just rolled me in like a crazy quarantine steer. Well, doesn't that sound swell? Could you tell me a little about what you think? makes you
0: suitable for this job
3: well i'm loyal dependable and i understand what folks need to make life that bit more comfortable i'm assuming you want to know how i can make guests feel welcome comfortable and haul their wagons back into town yes that would be great well when i talk about comfort i'm mainly talking safety so you have a lot of experience with health and safety well yes siree i spent plenty of time out on the prairie from town to town protecting good people from rowdy cattle rustlers and damn indians I'm the quickest draw in the county.
0: <laughs> that's some boast here in Derry, but surely I hope you're not suggesting shooting the guests.
3: No, no, sir. Not unless they're Indians.
0: I think you may just have misunderstood the advertisement, sir. We have to call them British Asians these days, by the way.
3: Well, with respect, sir, I don't give a damn what they're called. I read the ad and this here thing talked about how people from Diverse are encouraged to apply. Hey, that's true.
0: But we were meaning British Asians, Porgs. That's people of restricted growth. You know what we used to call dwarfs. Non binaries or even I, I mean, uh, Irish
3: travelers at a push. Now, look at here. This is 2023, and I am a minority. Just because I'm not one of them wheelchair bound handicaps or fat, I mean, one of them, they're called homosexual community. I reckon I've got as much right as the next man to self identify as a cowboy, and then you get to tick on one of your diversity quotas. I, I understand that. And while it can be a challenge to respect
0: new legislation and industry standards, where possible, we still need to try to find the best qualified person for this position. Could you explain any relevant skills you might
3: have? Sir, I've got a strong work ethic as strong as an ox pulling a plow through the prairie, I expect to be treated with the same respect I offer. And that includes honouring my cowboy identity. And I even know reading, writing and arithmetic. I see.
0: Let's talk about your you written application then. You mentioned that you identify as a cowboy. Could you elaborate on that?
3: Sir, being a cowboy ain't just a job. It's a way of life, and a damn fine way of life. It's about independence, freedom, and well, my whole identity.
0: Yes, I understand your point. But can you handle a computer and reservation system?
3: Well sir, a cowboy's got to adapt to new situations, and that includes wrangling with modern technology. But remember, I'm here as a cowboy first and foremost, and to represent my community.
0: Of course, of course. But can you explain to me how identifying as a cowboy relates to this receptionist position?
3: You see, Mister, out on the range, communication was always key. I'd signal my fellow cowboys the wink and the nod, just like handling hotel reservations. We got to make sure everyone's in sync, you know. And that includes respecting all identities, each and every one. Well, I
0: suppose there is some connection there, but well, let's get back to the skills we need. Can you adapt to modern technology?
3: Hey, Buckaroo, I can rope a wild stallion. I can learn to tame one of them. Their phones. Should we try? Pick up the phone and say the name of the restaurant
0: and ask what you can do to help the customer.
3: I'm mighty sorry, sir. I got one of my spurs caught in the shag pile. No problem. Should we try again? Along the rosa bar and restaurant. Billy the Kid speaking, how can I...
0: upside down, Mr. the Kid. All right, let's move on. Do you have any questions for me?
3: Let's talk T's and C's. I expect three square meals a day, a place to rest my head, and a hot bath and change of clothes once a month. I need a place where I can stable my horse, safe from rustlers, and my right to bear arms. You
0: well, can certainly talk terms at a second interview, should it arise. Well, when do we start? Mr. DeKid, this interview is over.
3: Mister, you just went here. I got me two words for you. Diversity. D-I-B-R-Z-E-T-Y. Now, are you going to give me this job, or I've got to report you for not respecting people who self-identify? Okay,
0: can you start on the-
3: well, I sure can. Y'all have a rootin' tootin' day now. Remember, respect folks' identities. <laughs> oh,
1: delirious.
0: are all but seriously. It's funny, you know, I was wondering about this recently, and this often happens. I'm thinking about something, and then, you know, I might just bring it up in a chat with Declan and Mowgli at Hackett Technologies, mm-hmm. or or maybe with Morgan Freeman, and all of a sudden, it turns out that all this stuff is all over the internet. and um, Or they've got the sound to it that they've hacked. And um, yeah, that nice little uh, bit of audio there was from the, the Ponderosa Bar and Restaurant, which is uh, one of the most famous uh, pubs in Ireland. Uh, have you ever been there, Ray? I can't say I have been. I've I've never been to it, but if you if you're driving from uh, Belfast to Donegal, you you go past it, and it is the highest pub up in the mountains. Uh, it's got. A- I know the one outside Dublin. Uh, Johnny Fox's. Well, that's very nice, but it wouldn't be the same one, now
1: would it? No, it would not be <laughs> totally, totally far away from each other, pal.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Black Milkshake Best Posts of the Week.
1: Also, the week comes in from Buck Simmons in America. This is Buck's second time on the show, Jimmy. So, good skills, Buck. Good skills, Buck. Thank you. An Irish bloke went to confessions in St. Patrick's Catholic Church. Father, he confessed, it's been one month since my last confession. I had jiggy-jiggy with fanny green twice last month the priest told the sinner you are forgiven go out and say three hail marys not long after that another irish bloke entered the confessional father it's been two months since my last confessions i had jiggy jiggy with fanny green twice a week for the last two months this time the priest questioned because he was very curious who is this Fanny Green a new woman in the neighbourhood the sinner replied "Mm, very well sighed the priest go and say ten Hail Marys at mass the next morning as the priest prepared to deliver the sermon tall Jimmy a tall voluptuous drop dead gorgeous brunette entered the sanctuary the eyes of every man in the church fell upon her as she slowly sashayed up the aisle and sat right down in front of the priest, her dress was green gemster and very very short and she wore matching shiny emerald green shoes the priest and the altar boy gasped as the woman in the green dress and matching green shoes sat with her legs spread slightly apart, but just enough for the dirt Jimmy's, the dirt bags to realise she wasn't wearing any underwear, Jimmy. The priest turned to the Autobahn and whispered, Is that bounty? Is that bounty green? The bug-eyed altar boy couldn't believe his ears. Managed to calmly reply, No, father, I think it's just a reflection from her
0: shoes. (laughs) You know, I've never heard that joke before, but the minute you said that, I was laughing to myself, and I thought, no, they're going to say it's a reflection, isn't it? Brilliant, thanks, Buck. Yeah, thank you, Buck. Because that—that was what um, Francis Rossi and Rick Parfit from Status mm. Quo used to do in the sixties. They used to have, you know, the wingtip shoes. They used to have. Yeah. Uh, it'd be, oh, yeah. It'd, it'd be illegal now, but they had—they <laughs> had mirrors. On the front, so they could—they were looking at a woman. <laughs> they could actually look at the feet and see if she was wearing knickers or not, which, which is now a crime and it's called upskirting. So. Don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> and don't try that wherever you live, Either way. Right. Wait. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's all, folks. Next week, we've got our very own travel writer, Lisa Morrow's monthly slot. Um, she's talking about life in Turkey, as always. And we've got, if you remember, Auf in pet from the television in the 80s and 90s. We've got Dennis and Oz, uh, who get a very unusual job offer which they certainly won't be um, hooting off. Um, see what I did there, Ray, considering you uh, know what I was doing. Uh, anyway.
1: Ever <laughs> so subtle, so don't, don't miss
0: that. It's a great sketch coming up.
1: <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to that and I'm sure the Shakers are too. Uh, speaking of the Shakers, thanks a million for all your support. Please share this podcast please share this podcast link on your social media. Big thanks for those of you who do it
0: actually every week. Especially, big shout out there to Lynn Galvin. Yeah, cheers, Lynn. Cheers, Lynn. It's very, very much appreciated. Um, Man. Yeah, indeed. Remember, uh, this show takes a hell of a lot of time to put together. It might only sound like it's for half an hour, but it takes hours to put together sometimes. And we can only do it if you tell everybody and their dog to listen to the show, everybody that you know just tell you, know, you think's got a bit of a sense of humor, tell them, please. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Please get those poetry requests in, maybe even a lost in translation story, but as usual, we'd love a five star review on Apple and Spotify
0: too. Yep. Special thanks to Morgan Freeman, Declan and Mowgli at Hackett Technologies in Cross Duncan Chesley, and where we're sitting right now, the great, brilliant
1: James Joyce Irish pub in Istanbul, Grow Radio UK, Eamon Macandrew. See you all next week, Shakers. Good girls. Good skills. Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast was presented by Ray Mack and Jormarkia Kierko and was produced by James Kirk. No animals or copyright were violated during the making of this podcast. Black Milkshake 2023